What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? And welcome in. What's the spread? The boys are back with you in camera, in audio. Oh, Brad Thomas, it is uh, late April. We're going into May, which means we're like four months away from college football. It's crazy to think that I'm already planning which college football games I'm going to next year. Like, I feel like just yesterday I was watching Ohio State get their ass kicked by Alabama <laughs> and Miami in person, and now here we are. We're here, and we got to watch both our teams, our new offenses, and our spring games. Yeah, spring game season, uh, very exciting. As we mentioned in our you know too early top 25, this is hyping up to be possibly one of the most exciting college football seasons ever. Yes. And I just think because there's just so many unknown variables that we're going into this season. And a lot of people are starting to share that uh, same mentality, I feel like. Yep. If you're looking across other platforms and personalities who are looking you know, forward to the college football season, they're saying a lot of the same things that we are. Yeah. Whereas look around. Like you're going to have your powers, right? You're going to have your Alabama. You're yeah. going to have your Clemson and your Ohio State. But there are question marks for every single team in every single conference. And you know, it's it's kind of crazy because now we have the draft coming up here soon. And yeah. we think about yeah. it like this is like one of the most stacked drafts where you can't miss. Well, when you have a stacked draft, generally what that means is a lot of top programs are losing good talent. Right. And you're leaving those, you know, you're leaving college football behind. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh so but but that's what makes the sport so great, right? Yeah. That year to year, you never really know uh who's gonna leave early. And you got to keep track of who's going straight to the draft. And, you know, that's that's what building that program is all yeah, about. That's absolutely. what building that brand is all about. So today, we are going to focus on something we've never done before, by the way. We are going to look ahead to the non-conference schedule. One of the most exciting times to be a college football fan. Yes. Where it's better than bowl season, in my opinion, because they, they matter. And it makes it more exciting this year because we were pretty much... Out of that last year with right. many of the conferences not even playing non-conference That's a great games. point that you brought up. Listen, we didn't get non-conference last year. We didn't really get that. I mean, there were, you know, some non-conference games, but they weren't marquee matches. Yeah, no one cared about those games. Uh, these, we got some really good games coming up here. And it feels like, again, as we were saying before, that, yeah, we got a season last year, but we didn't really feel like a real yeah, season. Yeah, it was like the asterisk season. Not asterisk, though, because Bama won, but oh, you guys get oh, what I'm oh, saying. Of course. <laughs> I think we can all agree that Bama is a legitimate champion. <laughs> uh, so today we're looking at the top 10 non-conference games that we are most looking forward to, the matchups that we cannot wait for. We'll break down conference rivalries and conference matchups next week, but right now we're just looking forward to those September and October games that we cannot wait to see. Yes. And I'll tell you, as it always is, Labor Day weekend is loaded with good matchups, but really we're getting great matchups all across the month of September. So yes. let's get right into it. I'll let you start. What's your number 10? My number 10, I had to throw this on there. Boise State at UCF week one, the Gus Malzahn era kicks off. I'm so excited to see what he does with that offense. If that defense takes the next step yeah. and how they perform against a Boise State team who could have done better last season. So you know they'll be out to prove something against UCF. And Boise State, I mean, both uh, schools are going to have new coaches. Yes. Which is a really interesting time for them to be meeting because to me, this is two of the premier group of five programs. Yep. And again, you know, as as I like to mention, I kind of see these two power five and group of five leagues as as different. So having what what I think are, you know, two top three group of five programs going at it yeah. to open the season, 
That's big, especially when they're both trying to find new eras. Yes. So Boise State UCF is going to be a prime matchup. Two really strong brands, two programs on the rise, and just praying that we get full capacity. Oh my! For for all these games, really. Yes. I mean, I you know, I I I am doing this preview. Assuming that we get full capacity at these football games, can you imagine the bounce house? Just it'll it, be it's, insane. It's going to be rocking. I mean, I I feel like it's going to be a, a just one of the best environments we've seen here in Orlando. I think that this is a super anticipated season for UCF because you think about when Hypo was hired, it wasn't like, uh, oh my god, we got Hypo. Like holy crap! Right. We were like, it was just we just lost Frost, we lost and now Frost, we get like, him. We, yeah, now it's like, oh my god, there's so much hype around getting Malzahn where. Yeah. You've, you've got a guy who is here to stay. Yeah. And he is here to build this program. And I'm telling you guys, Malzahn is going to be the Gary Patterson of UCF football. Yep. He will have a statue outside of the bounce house in, give it 25 years. Yep. He's going to get them to the Power Five, and he's going to get them competing for championships. Yep. So, can't wait to watch it. Great opener there. All right, my number 10, Cincinnati. Has a lot of interesting oh non-conference. Well, I, I would say two really interesting non-conference matchups this year. This one I'm really looking forward to. Cincinnati at Indiana. So not only am I excited about this because it's Cincy, but it's yeah. Big Ten. Yep. So I can't wait to see here. Uh, this is September 18th, so late September. Obviously, can't wait to see um, what 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 Indiana has to offer. You and I, I think both have Indiana at least in our top 15 um, going into next season. But Cincy, man, and we've talked about this before. They've got the schedule where they can prove it. Yeah. If you go undefeated as Cincy with this schedule, it's going to be near, in my opinion, nearly impossible leave to leave them no, out. Because I don't think I think this is the year where we don't see many undefeated teams. I'll be surprised if we see one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's setting up to be that kind of year where there's no home run undefeated team. I mean, yeah. in any of these conferences, I think it's going to be tough for Bama to get through their conference schedule undefeated. Tough for Clemson. Tough for Ohio State. Tough for anybody in the Pac-12. So and we already know Big Twelve beats up on each other all right, season, all so. the time. Yeah. Right. So. Um, this is it for Cincinnati. Uh, and then for Indiana, on the flip side, I'm excited to see Indiana excited about their football program. Yeah. Because there hasn't been much in basketball, so I feel like they're <laughs> shifting their their focus now. It, it's uh, it's a stadium that seats a lot of people. It can be a really good game day environment. It's not the fanciest stadium, obviously, because um, all their history is on the basketball side. But Ohio State also going to Indiana this year, which I'm really excited yeah, about. Yeah, that that's probably going to be one of my... Uh, one of my top games for conference schedules. So number nine for me was a, it was more of a, I got to include them because I'm probably more excited than your average uh, college football fan. Louisiana at Liberty. Listen, both teams were dynamic last year. Great offenses, solid defenses. Hugh Freeze, do you think he continues this legacy? Because I kind of thought he would, you know, take the next step and go elsewhere. Right. He's staying, but also then you look at Louisiana they get Levi Lewis back again. And I think that when we were talking about this last year, early on, the knock was the consistency of Lewis. And and throughout the season, he just took steps, leaps and bounds. And now he's back again. Like, how much better can this guy get? This is going to be a dynamic offense. And we've got, you know, two gr- group of fives here who Louisiana's been around for a long time. Yeah. Liberty's trying to make a name for themselves. Yep. Uh, just in the college football landscape that kind of came onto the scene last year. Hugh Freeze really helping there with his brand recognition. Yeah. Got to think it's it's Hugh's last season at Liberty. Got to. Because um, like, what is he going to prove there? Right. But I like that you're including games like that yeah. because it's not all about the Power 5 matchups here. That's a really fun one. All right, number nine, I have Wisconsin and Notre Dame. 
playing in Soldier Field. Yes. What a really cool setting for Wisconsin and Notre Dame to be playing in Chicago. Uh, and this is going to be a season where, again, Wisconsin always coming in with expectations. Where does Notre Dame go from here? Yeah. And you and I have been thinking about this a lot, especially in a, in this season where it's going to be hard to separate yourselves from all these other one-loss teams. Yes. Uh, that that I think is gonna you know is gonna transpire, but man, Notre Dame, what do you do from here? If you're Notre Dame, I feel like this, but they they've been here before where we're like, oh, Notre Dame's losing all this all American talent, all this yeah uh, potential round one and two NFL talent, and then they're in the conversation every year for a playoff right. berth. And Notre Dame just always brings great energy yeah. to non conference matchups because yes. they are a non conference schedule, yep. right? So you know they they always have these really fun non conference matchups that we don't see. Elsewhere, um, obviously, I love this because it's the Big Ten playing a big non-conference game. The so. only reason I excluded this out of my top ten was because, as you will see, I have a lot of Notre Dame packed inside. Right, there. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's hard, right? Yeah. This was a tough exercise, as we said, because yep. Notre Dame is all non-conference. Yeah. And they always have a fun schedule. All right, what's your number eight? Number eight. Pins, uh, Auburn at Penn State. Yeah. The Harson era starts. The uh, Malzahn era is over. Penn State, you know, this is last year was a strike through. We talk about in betting, you have strike through games. Last year for for Penn State was a strike through season. You know, when they realized they were out of the Big Ten race early, it, early, it, early. Yeah. What do they have to play for now? Full season. I'm excited for this game. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I are both high on, on Penn State this year because yeah. we understand, you know, what is going into talent and we yeah. understand what is going into a program. A uh, COVID fueled, you know lackluster season is not going to define James Franklin no. and his team. He's too good of a coach. He's too, too good of a program. It's going to be one of those things where, and I, I say this term a lot like casual football fans, and it's not disrespectful to football fans who, who don't study it all the time. Yeah. But a lot of casual football fans at the end of the season are going to be like, where did Penn State come from? Right. And we're going to see Penn State battling for a championship, trying to find a way into the playoff. And this will be one of the games that, Oh, they can hang their hat on. No doubt. Penn State Auburn is a is a dream for yes. us because it's SEC Big Ten. Yep. SEC Big Ten doesn't schedule non-conference games. We're starting to see that more uh with Ohio State Bama, yep. Ohio State Georgia. Like I I think we're gonna start to see more of this because both conferences want to prove it against each other. Yep. Uh because there's just so much on both sides that we, we only get to meet in bowl season and then it's, well, they didn't care about it, or the Big Ten was mismatched. Or, yeah. There's no excuses in a regular season non-conference yep. game. Zero excuses. Either you are there, and you are representing your conference, and you're going to play well, or not. This is great. Auburn, Penn State, Happy Valley's going to be oh hopping. Oh, my God. Really excited to see where Auburn goes from here, because they've had Malzahn for so long. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the, how the offense changes, too, because, you know, Malzahn was touted as an offensive mastermind, and... Kind of struggled with Bo Nix, but does that mean Bo Nix wasn't is wasn't that good to to be to begin with, right. or or was he or did he know Bo Nix's limitations and he kind of held him back? Yeah, personally, I think he's limited. I do too. I think that Malzahn was so good at getting the most out of not a lot. Yeah, right. I mean that, that that's what I felt like he did at Auburn. Yep. Uh, which is why he's going to do so well at UCF. All right, number eight, I've got the Battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. I mean, this is one of my favorite games every year, but this year particularly, Iowa and Iowa State, because all the hype is behind Iowa State. Yes. But don't forget about Iowa. And this matchup here every year, 
Some, some years, it's a defensive struggle. Some years, it's a shootout. It's always a great rivalry. And it's been really cool to, to watch these two teams, Big 12, Big 10, uh, have a lot of success. And Iowa was a surprise last year. They were one game away from playing Ohio State in yes. the Big 10 championship. And Iowa State... I don't know if I agree with it, but Iowa State, man, are they a trendy pick. Man, they are getting... But it's going to be just like North Carolina last yes. year. Yes. I 100% believe that. I just don't understand what people are seeing in Iowa State that Oklahoma doesn't have. Like, they're yeah. they're losing to Oklahoma twice. Yes. They're not beating Oklahoma. I, I, I'm I'm just putting it out there right now. That's it's, that's an early season prediction the, for me. The, I just the don't F, think they was have it called? It. The FPI index, whatever, is... It's egregious. ESPN it's, with their clickbait. Uh, I'm that's just, clickbait. I, I, I'm 100%. Just so, I'm just so over it, but... Man, I'm really high on Oklahoma this year. Speaking of Oklahoma, I didn't see uh, the, you know their non-conference schedule being as strong as I'd like it to be. But uh, Iowa, Iowa State, always good. All right, number seven. Number seven, I'm throwing Louisiana there one more time. And this, for me, is more for Texas. Louisiana at Texas to start the season, I'm expecting fireworks. I'm thinking that I, I think the game total for this game is going to be set somewhere around 75 and a half. Who doesn't love a good shootout? And you have the offensive mastermind of Sarkeesian coming in. And who's going to start at Texas? And we don't know yet, but he has tools and he has pieces. And what a great way to start with a good enough opponent to where you're going to be challenged. But I don't think a dominant opponent where you're going to get defeated. Well, you know, speaking of all the parody in college football that we're expecting this year, how about the fact that uh, we're getting... You know, these, all these new coaches, all these yeah. storylines, like so many good storylines. And Sark at Texas is a big one. Yes, it I mean, is. You fire Tom Herman, you let a guy go who is leading you to eight, nine wins a year. You're making a statement. I mean, and, and you're opening with Louisiana, who is, seems to be a power five killer yeah. lately. Uh, but as you said, I don't think that they're going to have enough to take down Texas here, but what a matchup out of the gate for both. It's schools. beautiful. All right, my, my number seven, we already talked about it. I got Auburn, Penn State here. Sweet. I, I, I almost had it higher. As I said, SEC Big Ten, no excuses, regular season. It's awesome. I, I just cannot wait for that one. All right, what do you got at number six? My number six, we already talked about it, Iowa, Iowa State. Listen, yeah, so, I so think it's high on your list too. True test for Iowa State because yeah. anytime you have a rivalry match, it really brings out the best in you. And any given rivalry game, we see it with every single Year, every single rivalry, anybody can win yep. because there's something to play for. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and this year it's going to feel like, you know, almost an elimination game for yeah, these two teams. Yeah, 100%. Because it's so hard to come back, especially a rivalry loss. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to come back from. And if you, if, if, you, if you look back, the loser of this game usually has trouble, you know, yep. not reeling from that game. Because it's, it's so big. Like, guys, in the state of Iowa, this is it. Yes. This is such a huge rivalry. All right, at my number six, I have Boise State UCF pretty high on my wow, list. Wow, I love that. Yeah, Heck I, yes. I just can't. I mean, I, I I almost had it higher, but man, just the brand recognition yes. in this game. So much going on here, and I feel like it's not really being talked about. No. You know, and, and I, I don't blame everybody for focusing on, you know, Power Five, but man, don't sleep on a game like this. So as we were going down the list, I was like, I'm surprised he doesn't have UCF on his list. Yeah. Right. And like, I, I like that. My number five... USC, Notre Dame, my God, USC, listen, how long are we going to wait here for the USC right. breakout? Because we thought we had a little bit of it last year. We thought, and the year before. I mean, I think Slavis is a, a trendy Heisman candidate pick. I'm, I'm high on him. It's just at what point are you going to protect him? 
He's got to prove it too, man. I just feel like I know it was a COVID season, but USC was so disappointing in their yeah, pack schedule last year. They couldn't um, they couldn't protect the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, obviously they they ended up you know taking the title, which yeah. which they desperately needed for the Clay Helton era. But now now you got to do it in a full season. Yep. Where I think you know Oregon really benefits more from that journey season where they're building week to week. Yeah. Whereas USC's got all the firepower. You know, I think this conference is coming down between USC and Oregon. Yep. But uh, USC Notre Dame, I mean, what a marquee matchup! Do you know if we get full fans, the full stadiums? Do you know how the price for a ticket's going to be insane? Uh, I mean, especially this year, right? Like oh at, at all these big games, it'll be nearly impossible to get into stadiums. I mean, this country is clamoring to get back to college football, yeah, and to get back to tradition and what we love so much. All right, getting into my top five, I've got Michigan at Washington. Oof. I mean, as an Ohio State fan, this has to be in my top five. Are yes. you kidding me? I mean, any any big-time Michigan non-conference game is always at the top of my list because it's a barometer to see what are they bringing this year. Yep. What are we seeing from the Wolverines this year? Where are we going from here? What's going on with Harbaugh? I mean, at, with all the talk that we had, and I thought for sure he was gone. I thought for sure it was over. <laughs> but he's still there. But here's the thing. Is that everyone, everybody wants to be down on Harbaugh. And I get it. I love it. I'm wearing my Michigan Misery shirt today. I feed off of it. But don't sleep on what this guy is still doing. He's yeah. still bringing in high-level recruits. He is. And this game was it was an honorable mention for me. Um, I just think there's so much... I don't know even how to describe it. So much... Well, it's cool, right? Because, you know... On the other side, with Washington, we're still trying to figure out what they're going to be without I, Chris Peterson. I guess you could say unknown. Yeah. I mean, they were supposed to play in the Pac-12 championship last year, and they couldn't because yeah. of COVID. Uh, they, they won that division. They so did. It's, so we're also waiting to see where is Jimmy Lake going to take Washington. Uh, so that's this kind of game. September 11th. I mean, it's... Uh, it's great that we get these games early. Yeah. And like... It just feels like non-conference was such is such a weird thing to think about now after have, after it last is. season where it's just like Big Ten teams beating a bunch of other right it was just, SEC teams beating up on yeah, each other it was just non-existent yeah. Uh, but yeah this one's a big one for me and it, and it's gonna tell me what is Michigan really bringing and what is the Big Ten gonna look like really all right what's your number four my number four this is this number four and number one could be interchangeable in my opinion and that's crazy to say that because I it knew it was gonna be my top four but I didn't know how high. Cincinnati at Notre Dame, listen, Cincinnati has this game circled on their schedule. You already know. Cincinnati is coming in here with a elite quarterback. I don't care what you say about what people say. I think he's elite. I think you have to at this point, especially with the experience factor yes. that not a lot of teams have. He's elite. We'll say that. He had his adversity where at one point he got benched. No one knew if he got benched because he was sucking or he was injured. One point they said he benched him because he wasn't performing. Another point it was because of injury. Now he knows that if he leads his team to an undefeated season, if they make it to October what a second, undefeated, was that three games into the season? Yeah. They take this down, they're they're gonna see their ranking skyrocket. And that's the other thing, too, is that we've got an October game here. So first weekend, October. Cross your fingers that both teams can find a way to be undefeated. Oh, my God. Uh, I know that Notre Dame has Wisconsin before this one. 
Cincinnati has Indiana. Yep. So it's going to depend on how those teams it's, play in those it's games treacherous too. waters for both of them. But even so, I mean, it's still a great matchup for college football fans with all the storylines that we had last year where myself included, a lot of people thought Cincinnati should have been in over Notre Dame. Yes. And, and this now is their gonna, chance to play each other. Because Just crack your knuckles. <laughs> Cincinnati, uh, they're, they're returning a lot of talent. Yeah, they are. And Ritter being the key piece. So prove it out on the field. Now you got to go on the road and you got to go at Notre Dame. But what I respect about Notre Dame is that they're scheduling these kinds of games. Yes. Uh, just a really exciting It's matchup. similar to like uh, that UCF, what was it, 9-7 and seven season? After UCF, it just had didn't win a game. 9-7, a lot of players are returning because they know they have something special. And... UCF's nine and seven season end up turning into an undefeated season. We know how hard it is to replicate that success that it Cincinnati is. had last season. So difficult. But p- players are returning for one goal in mind, and the same thing happened at Alabama. Players returned for one goal in mind. Yeah. When you could have had every receiver gone at Alabama, you could have had running backs gone, wire, uh, offensive linemen, everyone returns. That's what Cincinnati's trying to do. And I think the big difference with Cincinnati this year that we haven't seen with other, uh, you know. Group, group of five programs is that they have a Luke Fickle. Yes. Who is who is an elite coach who should be coaching at a power five school. Yes, exactly what I was going to say is they have a Luke Fickle who also decided to stay. Yeah. Like when you see success like that, big. the coaches go and they leave, but these these players know they have an elite coach. I love throwing that word around, the elite, because yeah. <laughs> they just, everything about them is good this season. And if they lose a couple games, I will be disappointed in their season because I think that the sky's the limit for them. All right, getting into my number four. This is where I have Alabama and Miami. Yes. Opening weekend. Yes. It is a neutral site, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Atlanta, Georgia. But hey, there's just a lot of storylines here. First of all, obviously, it's always interesting to see how is Bama going to look. Now, we know they're going to win by 30. Yes. But how are they going to look doing that? How impressive are they going to look? And then on the flip side, I'm hoping Deary King can be healthy enough to come into this game at full strength. So this is going to be scary for for King because you think about it. He's all offseason. Doesn't get hit all offseason. Yeah. And then game one is, is against Alabama. Al- Are you kidding one me? One thing I have going to say that I did not know Alabama could do is rebuild that defense that we had from years back. This defense is dirty. You know why? Because remember two years ago when everyone was talking trash about how bad Alabama's defense was? Because we started all those freshmen. Yep. Those freshmen are juniors now, all playing for the right to go to the NFL draft next season. I was watching the spring game, and I was like, this is crazy. But on top of that, we get to see Bryce Young. This kid. Yeah, it's big. It's his debut. It's special. Yeah. Holy crap. That's that's all I've heard. (laughs) I was, listen, I was like, man, we got to give, we got to give Paul Tyson a shot. We got to give Jalen Monroe a shot. I watched that spring game, but you know, I watched him a lot in high school and I didn't know if it would translate. This man destroyed a top defense while not being allowed to do what he does best. And that's make plays with his legs. There would be plays where they would finger touch him as he's running past him. They go down, down. That doesn't happen at the next level. That doesn't happen when, when, when the black jersey comes Basically off. Basically going live. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, I'll be at that game. Oh, nice. And so I'm very excited. Uh, we'll see what Billy O'Brien does. I don't think his offense is as intricate, but I think that he just has so much knowledge of of coaching offenses at every level. I think that it'll be all right. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard. You know, it's going to be nearly impossible to replicate, you know, Sarkeesian's play calling. But Saban knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing with these hires. All right. Who you got? Number three. Number three. Another game I'm looking super forward to. And it's actually for the other reason. Normally people will say, you're looking forward to see how DJ Alungalele does. Clemson versus Georgia. Week one. I really want to see JT Daniels in action yeah. in a top 10 matchup. All the lights are on. There's no excuses. Man, oh man. This is big. I mean, this uh, this Clemson-Georgia game is going to define what direction the entire college football season yes. takes. And it's just wild to think about that. But man, if there was ever a time where Clemson was a little bit vulnerable, yes. this Georgia team can capitalize on that. But JT has got to play well. Yes. He's got to have a big game. The winner of this game, I think, is almost guaranteed a playoff spot. Yep. Because the winner of this game is going to have th- that win on their resume. They'll be able to lose a game along the way yep. and be just fine. So you win this game, man, that puts you ahead of everybody in yep. the country because you have so much wiggle room. If you lose, you got to go undefeated, undefeated the rest of the season. And both conferences are are much better than they were last year. Like you think yeah. about Clemson's going to have some... Some tough competition this year. You think about Georgia, some tough competition to go undefeated. I mean, and then looking at both ends, if Georgia loses, that's devastating to their season yes. because there's almost no way they're going to get through the SEC undefeated. There's no way because you think about it, let's say they beat Florida, then they have to play whoever wins the West. Right. And then Clemson, if they lose this game, I think it's more doable for them to yes. run through the ACC schedule, especially, uh, you got to remember, there's no Notre Dame in the nope. ACC this year. Um, so Georgia, I feel like, has more to lose here. And I really am liking this matchup for Georgia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I it's like, early, but man, what what a game. I mean, it's it, it's a playoff game. I'm going to be 90, 100%, 1,000% honest. If Georgia here is the favorite, and I'm getting at least plus 150 odds on Clemson, I'm taking Clemson, not even thinking twice about it. I mean, I think that, I don't think they'll be the favorite, but... I'm hoping. I, but but I, I see what you're saying, but man... With with Clemson having the advantage of well, I guess you know you, you can make the argument that both schools have those returning QBs. Yeah, because uh, because even though Clemson lost Lawrence, we all saw Clemson's returning a five star. What this kid did, yeah, uh, in that Notre Dame game, which was just unbelievable. Didn't get the win, but my god, my god, what a game! Uh, all right, my number three. We've talked about it. Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Yes, just such a unique matchup, uh, and really excited for that one. So let's go ahead and get into our top two. Wait. My number two, wait, my number two, wait, <laughs> Oregon at Ohio State. Listen, yes, guys, sir. we have new quarterbacks at the helms for both schools, but they will have every opportunity to shine with great coaching. And for Ohio State, an elite, love that word today, an elite yeah. wide receiver core. Man, oh man. This is a big one. Uh, I mean, we got robbed of Ohio State at Oregon last year. Yes. This just would have been, I mean, this is such a cool matchup because, it, you know, it's a classic Rose Bowl, Big Ten, Pac-12 yep. matchup. And with Oregon at the top of their, you know, uh, seemingly talent-wise at the top of their conference, Ohio State at the top of ours, what a great matchup. The quarterback picture is still unclear for Buckeye fans. We think we it, it's going in the way of Stroud, but we don't really know yet. But what? All of our talk has been, it doesn't matter who's throwing the football because of how elite the receivers are. And not only that, 
I talked about this kid, Travion Henderson, this five-star running back that we got coming in. I think he's starting day one. And I think they, I mean, he's been making waves. Uh, and just overall, I think that we're just not going to really lose a lot of steps or as many steps as people think we're going to be losing with no fields. Yeah. Um, but quarterback picture, murky. We don't really know what the direction is going, but that's the thing about this game is that this is where you put up or shut up. Yes. This is where all of the spring practice in all the summer drills come into play. And this is why you play these non-conference games. This is why you schedule these home and homes because not only does it test you, but it's a resume builder. So yeah, if Ohio State loses this game, they got an uphill battle, but a loss in a game like this does not eliminate you from playoff contention. No, I totally agree. All right. My number two, it's Georgia and Clemson. Uh, but by the way, Georgia and Clemson, this game is being played in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium. I feel like pretty good spot for those two schools. It's pretty equidistant. I feel like. So, uh, kudos to them for finding a good location. You know how I feel about games in NFL stadiums. I'm not really a fan. Or, I'm sorry, college games in NFL stadiums, not a fan. I'd rather have it on campus, but I'll take what I can get. All right. I think I know what your number one is. And I think you know what my number one is, but yes. let's just go ahead and say it. Listen, so I try not to take away everything that I was talking about. My number one, Alabama versus Miami in Atlanta. Guys, there are... A couple things I want you to remember about this Alabama team. Number one, Alabama never has an elite group. Elite's the word of the day, guys. Elite group of tight ends. We have a crazy, crazy tight end group. Perfect. You know who loves exactly what you need. working in the tight ends? Billy O'Brien. And I didn't realize it until I was like, man, these tight ends are good. Another thing I want you to remember, Ajay Hall. Freshman wide receiver, 6'5". He's running with the twos right now. Made waves. He'll be running with the ones by the season starts. He will be the most talked about wide receiver in the country because things that he does when it comes to locating a football shouldn't be happening when you're 18 years old. He was an early enrollee is the only reason he did. he's not on the starting roster right now. This kid is going to be special. This game is going to be exciting. People say, how does Alabama replace Smith, Waddle, Jones? Who's saying that? Everyone. We, we all know. I, everyone's just hoping that they take a step back and they will not take a step back. It's not going to happen. It, it's it's uh, rinse and repeat for a program like Alabama. Yes. Uh, they're not going anywhere. Um, and these games that, that, that they schedule... Uh, in these non-com or uh, in these ne- in these neutral sites, they're showcases, um, you know, for for the talent that they have that year. I, it, it almost feels that way. Uh, poor Miami. I mean, number one, why do you schedule this game? Yeah. Uh, but I can say that about anyone who wants to schedule Alabama in their non-conference. I can guarantee you that you that UCF would want to play you uh, yeah. in uh, non-conference, but no one else wants a piece. My number one. Yes. It's it's, it's Oregon and Ohio State. Um. Not much more to say about that one. <laughs> we got a great list of non-conference action. Yeah, we do. Coming at us in September, a little bit in October. But man, it just, as we said in the beginning, it just feels like such a gift that we're getting these awesome games. Yeah. Where this is not bowl season, folks. This is the regular season. There are no excuses. This is exciting. When you put these games on your schedule, 
And both teams come in with something to prove in all these non-conference games. This is so exciting that we're talking about college football. We're literally getting closer than we could even imagine. The fact that I was on the phone with my father saying, we have purchased our tickets now to go to the game. Uh, the Florida Gators are already doing their p- package special. It's so sneaking up on us, Holy man. smokes. I saw that we get Bama out Florida this year. I know the Gator fans are excited about oh, that man, one. Oh, man, yes. <laughs> and I'm hoping the swamp is... I'll be down there. I hope the swamp is full capacity, so... We'll be back next week with... Uh, we'll talk about our favorite conference rivalries that are going on right now and what games we're most looking forward to on the conference slate. Awesome, guys. Be sure to uh, download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or however else you get your podcast. Hey, Miles, you know be pretty cool? If there's a social media app just for sports. You know, Brad, I was just thinking that. Like a social media app where there's a feed, where you can post about your picks, see what others are saying about the game, and you know how I love to see how the lines move throughout the week. Well, you're in luck. Vigit is the best social media platform just for sports. When you download Vigit, use promo code SPREAD and create your account today.